to Frankly Speaking Podcast. I'm your host, Frank G. And thank you for tuning in to another episode, the first ever episode 12. Elect yourself and generational chains is the topic for tonight. And I think, uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, a good topic right now because I feel with the, you know, the overt changing of, you know, the energy right now, you know, we just went through a four years of uncertainty a little bit where things were really getting shaken up, right? <laughs> like they were, you know, it was a salt shaker out there. Like every time, every time you looked outside or you, you know, if you monitored the mainstream media, they did a good job at causing uncertainty in people. They, you know, social media also did a good job of causing uncertainty, causing division in every area, you know, of life for the most part. They did a good job of dividing the people against each other because a lot of these things, a lot of the things that a lot of people were upset about were they were upset about the same things. But leave it to mainstream media and social media, you know, it, it, which are pretty much one in the same at this point. Um, it was seem as if everything that was going on was, you know, everybody was against, there was so many racists and et cetera, et cetera. And to be quite honest, I mean, <laughs> there's always been racism, right? You know, that's not going to change under Biden. It's not going to change under Harris. She, I mean, we we can just look at their track records as politicians and to see that. And I and that's all I wanted to. That's what I really want to get to about you know this current administration. I just want to go on record saying that there will be no change for those of us you know, in the black community who get so emotional about electoral politics, you know, they use you every four years to get a vote and they do nothing for you. And you you continue to (laughs) continue to put these people on a pedestal every four years. I'm I'm exhausted. I'm going to tell you, man, I, I'm so tired of hearing these people talk about it. I'm so tired of hearing and seeing black folk get so emotional and get their ass whooped at the end of the day. You get nothing in return. You keep pouring into these people and you get nothing in return. You know, it's like, man, like, and this is why I chose the topic tonight to elect yourself as your own leader. Because that's the only way you're going to get anything done. And that's the only way you're going to make any type of strides in in your life, period. Because trying to put these people as your leader ain't getting you nowhere. Trying to put anything in front of yourself as the leader of your, of your own life and your own self won't get you anywhere. 
you know these are generational chains chains that need to be broken we need to break off that generational chain that's been going on for 400 years you know that's well not 400 but uh maybe about 100 years maybe a little over 100 but since the you know whenever the black community kind of hitched their hitched their horse to the democratic party however long that's been you know 100 years or whatever it's been it ne- it needs to be broken it needs to be broken and and it really it needs to be broken from the opposite end as well you know from the this whole electoral politics period we need to break that generational chain that's wrapped around our our hands feet and you know and only to the only way we can do that is if we elect ourselves you know elect your own firstly starting with your own self electing yourself as the leader of your own life and not relinquishing that power to others not relinquishing that power to your pastor not release relinquishing that power to your partner not relinquishing that power to any politician you know there is it's it's a difference to you know share uh ideology with someone and there's also a, a difference in completely swallowing and absorbing what they stand for and not holding yourself for what you stand for as well because you're not going to believe and follow everything that they say but that's what's been happening and the um, macrocosm of the country in, in and of itself you know you have so many people in this society who aren't their own leaders you know, they rather give it to someone else. They rather follow a book. They rather, you know, have someone else tell them what to do. You know, you, it, and these things are generational chains that hold us back from really getting into a stride of true change for for our individual lives, but also our um social lives as a whole you know as a as a whole and, and this is not just something that is uh unique to the you know black or person of color in you know communities this is across the board because just as we are relinquishing power of our lives so are the white folks so are the hispanic folk so are the asian folk all of these people across the planet, this is something that needs to be addressed and the power needs to be taken back. You know, and the way we, you know, the paradigm of how we govern ourselves needs to change. But in order to do that, you need to reestablish dominance of self. You know, choose yourself. Why are you, you know, these people, when it comes to, you know, electoral politics, you know, we send, we, we tend to, 
um, put so much more of the emphasis on them rather than us. It's not about them. You're voting for these people for yourself, for these people to do what's in your interest, not to do what's in their interest. And this is the biggest flip that they've been able to do is they've been able to take that power from you and flip it. So now you're voting or you're choosing someone based on what they want to do with the country or whatever power they that we allowed them to have instead of doing what we want them to do. If we want them to forgive student loans, then they buy. If we were using the power correctly, they would have to do it. They would have no choice because they work for us, not we work for them, not we under their foot. But that's the way the current is currently going is that we're actually functioning as a peasant society. Like they're king and queens and we don't have any say. And that's not how that works, but that's how it's portrayed. And that's how you all vote and use your voice as if you're just, um, you know, like you don't matter. It, it only matters who's in the office and what they stand for. No, it matters about what you stand for and what you want to put up there. What you want representing you. You know. And. Who man, like I, I just. I, I don't know. Sometimes I, I really think that we all sometimes need to be, you know, reeducated on what it is to be a, a human being and what it is and, and the reason that we're here. You know, that life is not supposed to be like this. We should not be fighting each other. We should not be experiencing what we're experiencing, but because we're allowing others to be the leaders of our lives and not you know pressing what we as a people and as a totality want to happen and allowing a few percent you know a small percentage of people you know put their will on what we are instead of vice versa so that's really what the the main topic is tonight is Re-electing yourself as the leader of your own life so that we can now, you know, take that power as individuals and break those generational chains that's holding us back from reaching whatever we want to reach, you know, in our lives. So, as I said, it starts individually, right? And when you have sat down and you've gotten tired of you know living the life that you're living you're tired of um the day-to-day -day hassle and you know the day-to-day -day hustle and bustle i mean that's those are the, those are times when people start to come online and you're like you know what man i'm tired of this shit you know for example one generational chain would be for those of us who grew up with less than the you know family and friends we were on the bottom end and you know 
we grew up in the projects, we grew up in the hood, we didn't have anything, we had to share things, et cetera, et cetera. You have so many stories of, you know, black people who made it in life. And they'll tell you the first thing that they'll tell you is I was broke or poor growing up, you know, and I and I got to a point in my life where I didn't want to I didn't want to live like that no more. And this is like that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. That is they at some point our light bulb went off in their head and they said, you know what? I'm not going to be poor anymore. And, you know, essentially they reelected themselves as um, the leader in their own life and said, I'm going to take this and do what I need to do with it. So I know where I'm going and not allow some system or other people to dictate what success is for me. Because they had an idea. They were, you know, as I said, they didn't have anything. And the thing that was driving them the most was being able to uplift themselves and their future generations if they choose to procreate. You know, so. And. That's like I said, that's just one example of a generational change, because you have to look at it. Like kind of in a hindsight way, because. The generation before us would have been, you know, our parents. Look at the the time that our parents grew up in. Our parents were the most powerful generation to ever live on this planet in terms of when the Europeans started keeping records. Right. And. They were, and, and when I say the most powerful, they had the most money in the history of Western society. They had the most power. This is where, you know, if you, a lot of us that grew up in a, you know, a semi, you know, like a middle class home and, and above, you know, quote unquote middle class home, you know that if you had two working parents, a lot of the times, you pretty much got what you, you know, what you wanted. It wasn't too many times where you had to beg or if you asked for something, you didn't get it, you know. And the spending power that, that our parents' generation had was uh, it was astronomical versus the spending power our generation has. So if you're in my generation, you will be, you know, entering your 30s, early 30s, mid 30s, and, you know, very late 20s, 28, 29, like 28 to like 35, it would be my generation. And you, if we take us just a look back, we don't have the same spending power as our parents did. Right. So things are different. The dynamic is different. And one of the generational chains from that, from that, from our parents' generation is, oh, you guys are weak. Y'all, y'all don't have what it takes to get out here and get a job. You go to school, you get a job. And that's pretty much the end of it, right? And it don't work like that no more. 
and of them days is over. But that's a generational change. And in order to you know, rid yourself of that chain and try to and getting out of that rat race that our parents were in, although lucrative it was for them, that's not the case anymore because those jobs that they're talking about don't exist. A lot of those jobs that they were working were manufacturing jobs. And guess what happened to the manufacturing jobs? They were outsourced. All of those jobs were starting to be sent overseas in the last uh, Democratic president's uh, camp, you know, eight year span. They were sent to China. You know, that whole eight years of Obama, all that's when Detroit was gutted. That's when you had the housing crash. That's when you had the car crash, all that stuff, the the economic bailout. The reason why there was an economic bailout is a lot of times the jobs were being shipped overseas. You know, the companies were getting taxed a lot, a lot higher than they were under the Trump administration. And they to offset that, they said, you know, well, OK, we'll take those taxes, but we ain't hiring no more people here because they cost too much. So we're going to send that over China. We're going to send that over to Asia, Thailand, Philippines for manufacturing to get done. You know, and so you so now when we're looking at this at in our generation, we can't do the same things. We can't maneuver the same way that our parents move. So when we're trying to talk to them and say, hey. You know, it's not the same. Oh, ain't nothing different. Y'all just lazy. No, no, it's not really. That's not really the case. It's really honestly. We don't have the same economic, you know, economic layout. We don't have the same, you know, access to jobs. So that chain there is trying to fight against a generation that now is going in that's being elected into, you know, politics and all that stuff. And you can't, you can't fight that if you do not become the leader of yourself and see and be, and have the vision to say, okay, I got to get creative with what I'm trying to do here. I'm going to have to use my creativity somehow to break this, this, uh, this chain of being called lazy or, not having anything and struggling because struggling is a chain. Again, it's a generational chain. You struggling because probably your parents were struggling and you internalize that struggle as if it was normalcy. And you just lived your life. You just kept living that, that way or, you know, self-sabotage in relationships is a generational chain you know growing up all you saw was you know toxic behavior and negative behavior in relationships in terms of how a man and woman was treating each other i.e your parents or your grandparents or whoever was around you your friends and you're tied to that now and in order to break out of that You again, you have to choose yourself. You have to elect yourself and say, you know what? 
from this point forward, I'm no longer going to be chained to it. I don't want that in my life anymore. You know, a lot of us say that, but then we just go right back to what we are used to, right? Just like what we just saw with this, you know, inauguration thing. You know, as I said earlier, we went through, you know, four years of uncertainty, four years of destruction, four years of, you know, a lot of things coming to light. You know, things that was being swept under the rug, kept secret that came out and a lot of and most, you know, most notably a lot of the pedophile stuff that all of those people that's getting inaugurated right now was implicated in. You know, Biden and his son uh, with the backroom deals with Ukraine and uh, that whole nonsense, Biden and his China connection, you know, Kamala and her locking up of all of those black men, some of them innocent, you know, on and on and on down the list. You see, so. I mean, there, there, there's really not much we can really um, do without taking back that air of power for ourselves. You know, if you want to, like I said, if you want to get back to, you know, making something of yourself, making a certain amount of money, you got to take lead. Because no one's going to do it for you. These people aren't going to do it for you. You know. And the most important thing. I I think with. Electing yourself. And choosing yourself first. So you can break these generational chains. Would be your children. If you want to have children in the future. If you have children now. You know. Well, especially, excuse me, especially if you are a parent at the moment, then you're aware of the things that you're trying to hide from your child, the secrets, the family secrets that you don't want them to see or know about. Those are generational chains. Or in some cases, they're, they're curses. And in order for you to protect your child from that you know usually we just kind of you know hide under the rug or we don't allow our children over certain family members houses and you know all those type of things and that's not going to stop it the only way that's going to stop is if you do the your due diligence and you know be a leader and take on those Whatever those curses or that's chaining you back and break them yourself. And then once you can break them, then you can identify them if they start to kind of creep into your child's life. You know, so that's I, I just really care about how we go about living our day to day lives. And, you know, one thing about being a leader, right, is especially, you know, because this goes in so many different ways, 
you know, this this being a leader and breaking and breaking the chains that's holding you back. Uh, it, it goes into your work life. Because a lot of people self-sabotage with their own careers and jobs and schooling and et cetera, et cetera. But this really is going to impact because uh, even if you don't go to college or some or higher education for that matter it's still going to impact you in something that we all have to deal with as human beings and that's relationships with others and you know i i who i can tell you like just from my own experience unfortunately a lot of times we got to go through we go through relationships and we're kind of winging it right we're just okay. We we talking, things is cool. Boom boom, you know. Then you know we sexing and all that stuff, and uh, it we just kind of, you know, kind of fall into a situation, and then eventually you you kind of classify the situation. All right, you, you know, you my girl, or you know, are you my man, or are you my woman, blah blah. And there's no real intention behind it. It's just winging it. And that in and of itself, I think, is a generational change because I think that's kind of how a lot of our parents got together as well. There was no real intention. It just kind of happened, you know, and then some of them got married and then got divorced and then got remarried and then got, you know, so on. And just the cycle just, you know, continues. And now it's your turn. And now you're doing the same thing. No one, no real intention behind, you know, no real leadership in your desire to fulfill whatever you want to manifest. It's just kind of like falling into it. It's like, oh, just bumping into it. Like, oh, okay, well, since you're here, but, and it causes problems, you know, especially when you're in, you know, these relationships. You know, and there's a lot of generational change from him and her. Then who's going to take lead? You know, because, you know, naturally you you're in a relationship, you you know, on in this society, the man is seen as one that needs to take lead, He, you know, in the household or in a relationship, not necessarily dominate the relationship, but you expect the man to have that backbone and that masculinity to have the vision to point out things that need to be addressed a lot of the times. And if he hasn't dealt, if he's not a leader in his own life and he hasn't dealt with those generational chains that as a man, a lot of us have, you know, depending on how he was brought up, depending on the men that he had in his life, then you won't have that, you know, and one of the things, for example, one of the re- the ways of being a leader in a relationship and being a lead of your own self is being able to uh, delegate. And delegation is a very important tool as a, any leader needs, because in your own life, when you are displaying leadership qualities in over your own life you understand that you're not the best at everything 
when the CEOs of a company, their their number one tool is delegation because they don't know everything. And as a and as a man in a, you know leading a relationship, you don't know everything, and you're not gonna know everything, and that's okay. That is absolutely one hundred percent okay because if you are being a leader then you understand that sometimes you need to delegate things and in a relationship standpoint if she's better at finances than you are then delegate the finances to her you step back give her her space to lead in the finance department you know what i'm saying ain't no sense of you getting in there fucking everything up because you want to be the man and you don't you haven't you have this chain this generational chain that a lot of men have of you feel the need to control everything move out the way man before you be single and you just cause unnecessary hurt and pain when you can just simply hand it over to her you know and as another example of a generational chain is this idea of control you know a man having control over everything that's not what a leader is a leader does not is not synonymous with control you know and it's just and for it it's so many different avenues where this can this can take (laughs) and i'm just like man i was just thinking about it as like i said i was watching the well, I wasn't watching the inauguration, but what I was doing was I was uh, monitoring. I was on, you know, some of the social medias and I was just scrolling. I was you know, I'm like, man, more inauguration stuff like this. I'm about to and get off of this stuff, man, because I don't want to see this shit all day. And and then I got to thinking, I'm like, man, like, what if these people actually put that energy that they put so much into uh, electing these pseudo leaders into actually electing themselves and working on their own life, you know, and then that's when you know this podcast episode. I mean, the topic came up. You know, choosing yourself, electing yourself, and then once you do that, just start chopping these chains off. So you can free yourself from the circle in the rat race, one chain at a time, of course, but you can still get it done. And, that, and <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. I don't I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to get as many chains off of me as possible. You know, I don't like things. So one of my pet peeves in life is uh, being pulled back, like, for example, you're walking down the hallway in high school, right? And you, one of your friends like pulls your book bag and it like yanks you back. That is a pet peeve of mine. So whether it's a situation like that, someone actually pulling me back, or if I'm walking by and my pocket gets stuck on a doorknob and I'm trying to move, but I don't know it. And I get yanked back. Oh my goodness. Listen, if I had a bomb button to blow up the earth, everybody be gone. I'm sorry. Like that. So being pulled back and stagnant is a pet peeve of mine. 
And that is something that, you know, it's a, I don't know if it's a chain or a curse or what, but I do think, you know, these pet peeves that we have in life have some type of connection to some type of chain that needs to be released, you know, and maybe that's what one of my chains is, you know, figuring out where that energy of stagnation is coming from and maybe some point in my past or, you know, maybe it's a curse, you know, who knows, but as I'm trying to take lead in my own life, I'm actively looking to find, you know, all of those answers. Because I don't want to blow up the earth, to be honest, but I'll tell you what, man, whew, there's nothing worse than that. I don't, I don't know. I know a lot of you have other pet peeves, you know, some people don't like, you know, don't like when people's feet crack and, you know, silly stuff like that, but that right there, boy, whew, I man, listen, Mm-mm-mm. but yeah, so, you know, I digress a little bit, but just, you know, get yourself in a room for a little bit, right, or however you'd want to do it, just get control of your life, become the king of your own castle, be the leader of your own life. Allow your soul to dictate and show you what it is, the life that you're trying to live. And you can necessarily, I mean, you can definitely make strides in your life. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're going to be president because you're not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're going to be, you know, the next Kobe Bryant because you're probably not but what you can do is you can drastically improve your life and lifestyle by first taking lead and taking accountability and then start to break those chains that's holding you back you know a lot of us you know there's there's a chain that's on the black community as a whole and that chain is just courage. You know, that that chain that's around our necks and just flat out just having the courage to really, truly step up and step forward and move forward. is a doozy, you know, and that's a chain that a lot of us have to fight and have to break. At some point, there's so many things a lot of us want to do that we want some of some people want to move to another city. Some people want to, I don't know, whatever you want to do, start a business, um, even start a podcast, you know, start drawing again, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. There's there, there's so many things that so many people want to do, but they don't. The courage is gone. Their courage has been chained up per se so break those chains those generational chains for yourself for your children if you have any if you want to have some in the future because that's going to set them up those babies that's going to set them up for success 
when you get when you put that work in, then you can easily identify those things when it comes up in their life and you can get rid of them just like that. You know, and so enjoy your nights, you know, for those of you, like I said, for those of you who um, spent all that energy into the electoral politics arena, you know, and enjoy your night and your emotions. And I'm definitely going to keep you. I'm going to told you so when he turned when he start backtracking on everything that he said, like student loans ain't happening. I'll be very surprised if they do that. Very surprised. Anything else that they were talking about, you know, it, I mean, I'll be the first one to tell you, be right here on Frankly Speaking Podcast. I told you, you know, because we got to stop putting our energy there. Put your energy in your own life. Put your energy in the lives of your family and friends that's doing something, that's trying to build something. Help them build it. If you don't know what you want to do yet, that's okay. Delegate that to someone who is doing something. Hit your hit your boat, hit your wagon to them and help them build what they build. And then maybe in that process, you might find, you know, something that you want to do. You know, there's so many different ways to break these chains and, you know, that's another chain in and of itself. You know, the the idea that, oh, someone else is doing it, so I can't do it or I want to do something, but they're doing it, so I can't do it now. Like, there's nothing wrong with you going to help someone else, especially if you have the know how. How do you think these businesses run? The businesses can't run by the person that founded it. They can't do it all by themselves and they can't grow by themselves. They need you. Or if you're a business owner or trying to do something, you need others. This is, you know, this is how, you know, being a human being works. But in that process, you can break your own chains. And that's a chain. That's a huge chain. Cooperation within the black community. Cooperation between peoples of color. You know, cooperation between the, the peoples, the native peoples. And the black folk, you know, it's always something, right? They're not your natural allies, the Latinos and the blacks. They don't cooperate unless they fucking, you know, to be blunt about it. You know, so these are things, these are chains that's holding us back that we can easily when, you know, proper leadership is being displayed that we can get rid of and really thrive. You know, and that's what I'm that's what I'm after. Thriving is what I'm after. That's what I want to do. I don't I don't want anything else but thriving. In the direction that I want to go with my life, with my daughter's life, with my family and ultimately the environment and community that I'm in. I want progression and thriving. I don't want to be stagnant and pulled back and going back to what we knew before because we're scared of change we're scared to face the um inevitable outcries and backlash of change which we were seeing in the last four years you know what do you think is going to happen when it's time for things to really truly change you don't think these things are going to come back up and bubble back to the surface it has to this is part of healing you have to deal with those those ne- that negative that negativity 
to heal. Before we close out here, before I close the the topic for this episode, there are, uh, I think there, yeah, there's three three more that I wanted to bring up really quickly. That you know, generational chains that just hold you back, that holds every you know a lot of people back, um, and it's fear ego and lack of uh, emotional intelligence and the fear kind of plagues you know pretty much both sides of the of the spectrum right and the fear is something that could be a real detriment when you're really trying to become a leader in your own life and tackle these things that you want to tackle. And there's, I mean, there's so many people that can go back in their own families to their parents or grandparents that these, some of these people really have real fears of certain things because something might've happened or they think something might happen, you know, and, it really does hold, have a hold on a family. You know, there, I, you know, so many different things, but there are people, for example, who, you know, when you bring up, you know, something like, I don't know, like a motorcycle, right? Somebody in the family wants to get a motorcycle. And if something happened, you know, to a family member, that was on a motorcycle that can really paralyze that entire family and that fear of the motorcycle itself, even though the most, it wasn't the motorcycle's fault is will permeate through the generations. It really will. I've seen it before. You know, you hear people all the time. You tell you say, Hey, I'm gonna get a motorcycle. Oh man, I can't do that. You know, it's just this, the fear of what could happen, you know, and then the other one, um, I think this one is a really, really big one, uh, personally, and you, you see it a lot in both men and women, and this is the ego and not being able to properly control the ego can really, you know, because there's plenty of, you know, male figures and families that had big giant egos who just, you know, felt like they had to dominate things and dominate you and dominate everything around them. And those egos were so massive that it suffocated people and they grow up to be, you know, less than they should be because of that chain of being underneath of such a overbearing ego or they turn into that as they get older or they shy away from things like that you know so on and so forth and uh, lastly uh, the piece of the emotional intelligence piece this this is definitely going to be it's geared towards both men and women but it's a little bit more geared to the men uh, fellas you gotta you have to do that work and unchain and 
free yourself from the lack of emotional intelligence because that's definitely a, a designed chain that has been you know kind of stripped from us in this society going back you know 400 something years you know and that's something you need to really to be a leader in your own life to be a man and to be able to fully realize the manhood and the masculinity that you have you have to break out of that chain and re-establish your emotional intelligence and was, and just like with the other two that I mentioned you have to get into a place where you can control your ego and your ego doesn't control you and then lastly you you know again you got to you know you really have to kill off that fear you know some fear can be healthy at times where when it doesn't paralyze you it can it can remind you that things are real and imminent danger however when it's paralyzing you in any place in your life then as a as a man or woman and taking lead in that life that you want to live you can't have that so those are the things that the the big ones and, and the ones that I said throughout the the podcast today um but yeah it can be done you can do it you know you have all the tools that you were you know you were born with all the tools that you needed to live the life that you wanted but in order to do that you have to take lead you have to elect yourself as your leader and not outside forces and once you do that free yourself from those chains and you know there that's it and you got it and y'all y'all got it y'all y'all really do and you know that will conclude this episode and i look forward to seeing you and hope you tune in next week for another frankly speaking podcast be safe peace